Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. Care, but most of the time we don't care. Gabin, girl time. Gabin, girl time. Gabin, girl time. Do we really live in a free society if marijuana is illegal, a plant? I don't know. Opium <laughs> is also illegal, and that is you derive that from a plant. But I think weed is Again. supposed to definitely. But do we really live, we in, a not free live in a free country? Society. We do not. We haven't for a while. Bing. Hello. Hello. <laughs> it is September 6th, 2022. Tomorrow's my mom's birthday. Oh. I'm going to try to not be sad tomorrow. Happy birthday. But then the 8th is one of my kids' birthdays. Yeah, so I'll be, be happy. Sad. You shouldn't be yeah. sad. Be happy that your mom was born and that, that you have a birthday. Be happy that she's out of pain. I mean, you could be sad that you miss her not celebrating, but how miserable would her life have been? I have oh, to it would have been about awful. That all the time about my mom. Yeah, she would have been seventy three, and I mean, she passed away at fifty five and barely weighed a hundred pounds. I mean, unless she was to have her consciousness put into another body, mm-hmm. I don't think that she would have a good quality of life in twenty twenty two. Yeah, that mom, don't mean I don't miss her. The you know we were talking about uh, God earlier and the miracle of my mom's death. I mean, she died at sixty-one and had a lot of health problems. That's to me, I consider it's that still early. young. It's very young, and um, she had uh, just so many health problems. And it uh, might be because we're pushing sixty that we feel that way. One hundred percent. However. I don't know. With my dad being 20 years her senior, I um, I had a whole different idea about what was really old to me, even though he was old. Like when I met him, uh, you know, because he was my adopted dad and we we're, you know, pretty grown when yeah. they got married. Um, he, uh, I mean, he was like 50, 55 when they met. So... Maybe and she 50, was 30, maybe 35. Yeah, she was like 30 or 35. Okay. I mean, well, she'd already been she wasn't married 15. to my dad over 25 years. No, but what sucks is she married my dad at 15. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and he was nine years older. So by today's standards, my dad would be a pedophile, you know, like Haddish and. <laughs> oh, we're going to get into that in a minute. Yeah. Shit, I forgot to write that down. I know that I don't think they really are, but I have ideas. <laughs> it's it's going to be a rough week this week anyway just with my mom and then the girls their grandmother is in hospice right now and I I was writing my ex-husband for 10 years I absolutely love that woman I, I yeah. might go see her tomorrow um, but they've only given her a little while and my heart just breaks for the entire family especially my ex-husband um, because I know how important his parents are to to them and the whole family is just 
something that I've always wished that I could have within my family. Yeah. You know, um, farmers, you know, a lot of love, a lot of hard work, a lot of celebrations, just a lot of family within there. I mean, I just always knew that I could count on these people and I still can. Yeah, I still can. Yeah, you're still pretty close, but you shared children together. Absolutely. And so. and my heart breaks for them because they I'm trying to help them through it. But it seems like they don't have the kind of relationship that I have with my grandmother. So I can't necessarily relate. Right. I feel like they're not devastated. And that <laughs> I know they that should be that they should be. Yes. But, you know, that. It may come to them at another time. Like well, I think kids handle death and stuff differently. They do nowadays than what we did. Well, they're young adults, so they're just they're just now dealing with death, you know, on a regular. Yeah. You know. I yeah. Oh well, sure. But I think that from the pandemic and just from the talk I think yeah. we're desensitized to a lot of stuff as well yeah and I think our kids are more narcissistic than we were not that we weren't you know obviously because we beget what we beget but um the the 80s was terrible about the me generation you know for sure with everything I think kids have a lot of weird messages today. I do not. I'm very grateful that I'm not growing up with them. But, um, like, for instance, did your grandmother ever live with you? No. Did you stay with her a lot, though, oh, because yeah. she watched you? Yep. All right. See, my grandmother used to live with us, Yeah. you know, so therefore she was a built-in babysitter. It was just part of what you did. You know, yeah. um, well, I mean, a lot of families, my dad, a lot of families were are that way with my kids for, you know what I'm saying? Like pops live with me for a long time, helping raise my children too. as far as, you know, so it just, uh, yeah, it just depends on, um, I guess the closeness or whatever they may have felt alienated by her with maybe if he remarried and they had a family they might feel a little awkward i don't know yeah. I that's where I, I feel right now as a ex is is you know where do i draw my own boundary you know within right. them um but i do i really love his older sister and she and i are in contact a lot um but I'm just trying to find, I'm trying to find my place in it. I know that sounds really, really selfish. No, it doesn't. Um, but I'm just trying to find where I kind of fit into all this since we did spend such a long time together. In a lot of ways, she's my mom, too. Yeah. And Well, this anniversary, I mean, this is going to be, this month is the year anniversary of when the kid's dad died. Yeah. Like, I think the 25th or 6th or something like that. I can't remember. Um. But I want to say it was the 28th. Was it the 28th? Because I want to say it was on my ex-husband's birthday. Maybe. And I was like, that's... Maybe. Well, that's weird because... I can look it up. Yeah. I know that's awful that I don't. I'll cut that out. But I've but, detached myself from that. And um, you don't have to necessarily cut that out. I don't care. For a long time, though, that was one of the things that I resented. See, your ex... <laughs> like, my ex... Yeah 
did not cultivate that relationship with the children. Oh, I have a social and experiment in my house. I have two where the father was, you know, distant and non-existent for a lot. And then I had two that the father was deeply, deeply involved in their life. Yeah. And it's like night and fucking day. To see how they are yeah. and who uh, esteem and different things like mm-hmm. that. What kind of what kind of daddy issues yeah. or or not mm-hmm. they have yeah. oh yeah it's fascinating it's wild so well i feel like it was my ex-husband's responsibility to continue to cultivate a relationship with his family and i agree children. with that and that because he had already had another person in his life how are they ever going to accept that person if I'm always lurking around and they think, oh, maybe they'll get back together or whatever? I think people, for whatever reason, thought that I would want to, you know, <laughs> that we would want to get back. I secretly believe that my baby, my baby baby, would want us to get back together. Yeah, like that. Yeah, in that's their brain, like, yeah, that, that's what they think is always going to yeah. happen or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, like now I actually feel like I can talk about him Mm -hmm. or whatever because he's gone without it being like, oh, she just wants him. You know what I mean? Like I always had that feeling that's how everybody thought. Like I couldn't really be, I was was neutral. I wasn't super mean about him all the time, but I wasn't, you know, hey, he could really do this or he could really do that, you know, or whatever. It's sad because he had a lot of potential and didn't do a lot with it. I like to see now that they're making up for lost time. My my first Seth. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. Well, Make, that's, yeah. see, he has the opportunity. I mean, maybe the whole pandemic woke him up with that. It could have been. And he has another child now, so he could. he's raising a child right now. So maybe he's reminiscing and thinking, okay, well, I didn't do... I didn't do a lot back then. Now, you did work. I mean, right. I'm not... He, well, times are different. It was yeah. literally expected of you, you know? I mean, it was almost just a given that you were going to take care of I, kids. We never had to... I never had to worry about money with him. So, if, if, he, if he didn't have it, he found a way to get it. Yeah. And, well, I wish I could say the same. But, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I didn't. I have a very excellent man right now so i'm super happy with that me too i get you know i'm menopausal so there are many times that me there's too. nothing the man can do hey i'm gonna go <laughs> so, i have a doctor's appointment next week i'm gonna go search out hrt yeah i didn't want to do it but i'm tired of just feeling miserable all the time and I'm I'm doing all the things I feel like I'm exercising mm-hmm. I'm stretching I'm doing meditation I'm you know I'm trying to watch what I eat I'm being more loving more giving more you know I'm trying to boost myself up like giving to others and everything and it just my whole life is just meh right now I've got some great things going on in my life right now and I am just meh about them just meh well 
Are you just tired? Oh yeah, I'm. Super, I mean, my I'm super freaking fatigued. Is everything elderly hurts? I have the elderlies. Is what I've finally figured out. You know what, Gail? Um, it's because you've got the elderlies. Oh, but, and I caught COVID last week. Yeah, and the, I'm gonna tell you, <laughs> I know, and I don't. Here's the thing: I don't want you to experience the crap that I experienced with COVID. I want you... I was tired for two days. Yeah. Imagine where it's like you can't shake the tiredness. Yeah. I yeah. don't know what But that was happened. it. That was it. I was tired for two days. Um, I do have a bit of a cough left, but that was it. I didn't feel any of the things that you were feeling. I never had a it's fever. so crazy. And never had anything. Well, I'm glad. I was I more inconvenienced feelings. than anything else. That is annoying. Because I had a lot going on that week. Yeah, it sucked. And you know, it's a conspiracy. You know, we talked <laughs> last week about making our own conspiracies. Here's the thing. There's a conspiracy where, for whatever reason, the universe does not want us to hang out at the same time. I think... On shows that you have to do, or a show that I'm going to be on, or whatever. Maybe because, because we've already seen each other do our stuff, so and the universe is just giving us opportunities to. Well, yeah, you know, we're both do, artists, so right. why wouldn't we work on the same busy days? I get that, but I get sad because I'm like, oh, I'd love to do cathartic karaoke, you know, uh, and I'm like, oh. I have nothing going on this day. I can do it. Can you believe that? I can do it. And then you canceled. <laughs> I mean, you had the, I had to. You had we had COVID. to. And of course, we yes, had to, you know, the responsible it thing is. to do. Yeah. So I, I was just like, I can't believe this. And we had that. to cancel drag night. And yeah, that's one of my favorite night of the week. So, yeah, it's just inconvenience. I'm glad I took a little home test, but and then know, I did not have it, so I did a lot of comedy, though. But you know what? I'm grateful that it is it was what it was, and it wasn't anything worse. That the virus has progressed and kind of ran mm -hmm. its course. Yeah, in where there. it's not any more dangerous than the flu, right? Yeah, yeah, that would be great too. I mean, I think that part of the issue might be how quick how contagious it is but like if most people are asymptomatic or it's just like a mild flu or a cold then you know we were just saying that it seemed like all within you know our little friend group you know people that we hang out with and work with that everybody who did not get it when it first you know came in 2020 got this round got this round mm -hmm. well last year it was last year almost yeah you got, you know, to you got the, it last year to this time frame when I got it the end of August was when I got it last year and do you think you still sucked. have effects to it the cold yeah I do actually there are things that I think how do you know what's that and what's old age or being menopausal see that's the where well, I mean, I'm at it right could now still creep in but there were there are things that did not affect me uh I mean, that went downhill immediately from the COVID. Like, I have COVID and this is what's happening. And also, at the time that I got COVID, quite frankly, at the time that I got the vaccine, well, I'm just talking vaccine now. is when everything went down. 
like now i'm talking i'm talking like today present day how do you know what's still maybe long covid or lingering effects of covid versus no for sure versus being menopausal versus old age because it's all the same symptoms yeah who knows the thing that i think though is the um weird i'm not gonna call it shortness of breath but how much oxygen my lungs can yeah take you know every once in a while it's almost like uh and this never happened before like ever um but it's like i'll get a catch in my breath i don't know how to explain that no i know i know what you're talking about yeah yeah like you can't get enough air even though there's plenty of air and so it feels like my oxygen levels are less than i should probably have them tested or whatever but you know i'm still breathing and i can deep breathe but it's just a weird situation there's you know but body aches and all that kind of stuff i don't really know the only reason that i know they're different is because i've already gone through most of menopause before i even got covid and when I actually got COVID and the vaccine really kind of kicked it off. But when I first uh, got COVID, it was, I had been at a point where I was feeling super great. You know, I had been on a great momentum and just feeling well, feeling very balanced mentally, feeling good, you know, physically, like everything was chugging along. The whole vitamin combinations were working perfectly. And then all of a sudden it was like having the rug pulled out from under you. And um, then when I got the COVID, again, I've said this before, it was like it knocked on every door in my body to see what was vulnerable. And then it attacked that spot. And it was wild. And it would be like, I'm going to hang out here for two days. And then I'm going to hang out up here for two days. It was just just interesting to deal with that. And I don't know... I think I was just hyper focused on the fact that I had COVID and not, and being so afraid of it, having never had it before, you know, because you just didn't know. And then at the same time, that's when my ex had also gotten COVID. People were like, well, you know, told me the kids told me, I think that their dad also had COVID, but the next thing you know, he's in the hospital. Yeah. You know, so that was a trip too. And then he was there like 30 days or whatever and then died so i mean it was i'm sitting there whining because i missed a festival and i was annoyed because um i was asymptomatic at first and then it's like they just got worse you know i don't know how to explain that but bill had covid so i was 99 percent sure i also had COVID. do you know who did not have covid danny exactly you know why i think he's had it numerous times and y'all just didn't know i I think your whole house has had it numerous times (laughs) and because of that the antibodies are pretty strong and i'm just i'm just asymptomatic yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you know so that is what it is i'm okay with that yeah okay so i'm gonna go to the doctor i'm gonna see what the i'm gonna see what my choices are i've been reading a little bit about it um well sarah got it my sarah i was worried but go ahead oh she got yeah the same time you had it no no no, i'm talking about hormone replacement therapy oh no my sarah has not had hormone replacement (laughs) therapy 
First, we got to check the hormones first. Yeah, I do know some people that's had it, though, and they swear by it. Well, you know, um, I kind of like the way this it's going in this direction because it seems like, okay, and I attribute this to Gen X. Gen X women are not putting up with this bullshit as our mothers and grandmothers did before by listening to whatever a doctor tells us. Yeah, we have we're gonna too go much out. information yeah, we're at gonna, our fingertips. Yeah, we're going to go out. We're going to do our own research. We're gonna, we know our body better than anybody else. And we're, we're the ones that are pushing doctors now to have good menopausal and premenopausal health care yes. for women. Yeah. We're tight. Yeah. Because in the past, they've looked at it like you just suffer through and then everything's yes. fine. Yeah. And now you're a crone. And it's your crone stage, and, you know, this is what you should do. Whereas, you know, there are some vitamins that you can take that will definitely Yeah, help. I've been talking to witches, you know, talking about, you know, like uh, herbs and teas and yes. stuff like that. There's a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, adrenochrome. <laughs> People ask me Well, all you the know, time. we witches don't, you know, use adrenochrome. I know. Saw palmetto. Yes. Saw palmetto. <laughs> yeah. Only only the wicked witch and Hansel Gretel. She was she was about some adrenochrome. She was. <laughs> you know. <laughs> she enjoyed she enjoyed the wee ones. <laughs> so. Okay. Like Tiffany Haddish and do you Ari wanna, Spears. Do you talk about this? <laughs> yes. I can Okay, let's set the scene. I'm going to have to get some names here. To me, it all starts with Lizzo. Now, I'm going to preface this by saying I love Lizzo, okay? Um, plus size, black, plays the flute. That's what got it for me because that's what I played in, yeah. in high school. <laughs> My sister you know, just, was a flautist. <laughs> I played the skin flute when I was in high school. <laughs> so, All right, so. so do you mean like a real flute? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. So Lizzo's okay. amazing. Lizzo is amazing. And I love her and smile. I, yes. <laughs> like, beautiful, beautiful, I just beautiful love her. woman. Okay. Yeah, I hate because of course some dude body shamed her, Aries, right? Yeah, but it it goes before that with Lizzo and Aries. No. Okay, you can say okay. So Aries said somebody asked him about Lizzo as a musician or something like that. Nothing have yeah, nothing see, to do. I don't do. know what the beef was with okay. Lizzo and Aries is what I'm trying to figure out. Okay. The beef was they uh, Aries Spears was on some interview. They asked him about Lizzo and um, and her music or something like that. I don't know anything before that, mm -hmm. but Aries said I can't get over the fact that she looks like the poo emoji. Oh okay, God, that's so and then rude. I know so fucking stupid. I mean, if, men are so fucking stupid. If they were best friends. And, yes. and this was something that they had said to each other, it would be one thing. But, I mean, when they're just asking about 
that and just being rude to be rude like you know that can be hurtful but like what's sad is if that was me if I was Lizzo and you were my friend <laughs> like if you were you and you said that about me like just screwing around to me I have an absurd whacked out sense of humor so I would think that was funny but he, a dude saying it is very <laughs> unacceptable but before that, and I can't, I don't know his name. I'm trying to figure it out. Another man had said something about her publicly, and he died. I <laughs> better watch it. He witch. died. Is Liz okay. on Witch Talk? So I think that Aerie Spears went and did that and her fans not Lizzo necessarily because she she don't have to worry about that shit just witch talk <laughs> yeah Lizzo talk went and <laughs> went and found this video on funny or die yeah and it's called, called it's called like the day in a, of a pedophile or something like that I have not watched it I don't I don't want to to be honest I don't want to give it I can imagine what it is. You know, I I can get the joke, I guess. You know what I mean? Without watching it. Or the jokes yeah. that they were... I watched a person on YouTube talk about the video. Yeah. And then they showed parts of the video, but then they had, you know, like, covered parts right. of it. Yeah. So I could get the gist of it, because I really wanted to see what was up with it. Like, okay. So from, what was it? From an Should unabridged... It's hard to find like without you can find them that are done like that but i half ass remember that from it wasn't out long on funny or die i mean they took it off no they took it off because quickly, yeah because they were like mm, this is not people funny. were like that's not it's not cool so basically here's how it goes so the tiffany haddish is just like a party mom i'm gonna drop my kid off anywhere and the the moral of the story is be careful who keeps your kid okay you know All right. be careful who you let your kids stay with and um at the time this was going on though you got to remember it i mean when it was out was like 2018 2017 2018 so it was before the pandemic it was before QAnon and adrenochrome and everything came out about sex trafficking that's been going on of the kids and all the pedophilia that's been going on, which you and I can agree has probably been a thing since before time. Oh, so yeah. Now since in, the beginning of time. In the community, you know, um, what's the I Believe I Can Fly guy? <laughs> He's in oh, jail. Oh, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. All right. And so, and then all the stuff with Michael Jackson. You know, you got to, and then Bill Cosby. So yeah. there was a lot of inappropriate sexual activity going on in the community at that time. You know, the more that I look at Michael Jackson, the more I think that he probably he was wasn't. not. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, everything the that more was that I read about it going and, on at yeah. the time. And then you got people clubbing, leaving their kids with whatever. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you from the comedic experience. As a comic and what's happening at the time. Now, I am not a black comic, so I can't speak for that. But as far as what was happening at the community, if you go back in time and you look at things, you see all of the uh, 
inappropriate sexual behavior between a lot of R&B and rap and yes. underage girls and all of this going on. Did you watch the Elvis movie? And whatever. Correct. The new we one? We can continue. Everybody thought that, just like my mom. I mean, Jerry Lee Lewis married his 13-year-old cousin. cousin. Yes. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's not it's about... this is new. This is nothing about the communities. <laughs> I'm talking about where... Why this might have been thought as something funny to do, okay? Yeah. As a comic and with what was going on in in time. This could have been white comics doing this as well. It would have been a different set of perverts that had been, you know, outed or whatever. Yeah. So the whole thing is she goes, you know, Tiffany Haddish comes with like her kid who he's just in his like underoos, you know? And um, says, hey, Uncle Ray Ray, can you, you know, watch my kid? I don't know. It may not be Ray Ray. I can't remember. Hey, Uncle whoever. Yeah. Will you watch my kid? I got to go do something. And it sounds plausible and it's all right. And he and it's like, sure. Yeah, I'll do it. And then he's making yeah. all the kind of expressions like this dude would be a perv. Like you right. should get a right. feeling. You, right. That you should go. Maybe I shouldn't leave my from child this, here. Yes, 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 from this dude. He's so, making it very obvious. Yes. So the boy is playing in the middle of the floor with his like Tonka truck or whatever. And so Aries has two newspapers up like he's reading the paper and then he drops one and it has idols <laughs> in it. He's like looking at the kid, but the nail in the coffin is it's playing... What's the dude again? I can't, R. Kelly's. Right. You know, my mind's, my mind's <laughs> telling me no, but my body's telling me yes, which is just awful. It's so awful. And then, As the, you know, the context. Yes. And then the camera angles are not good, but it's supposed to give you the creeps. Right. Yeah. On the funny. All right. So. I'm just saying how they broke it down. This is I would defend them in court for this. Like I don't well having the seen thing, it, though. Okay, it's not even the video that they're in, that, that they're, they're saying that they groomed these kids. They to said be that they sexually uh, sexually assaulted two children. Oh, who, that's not who, okay at all. Right. I don't think I don't think the I children they in were the video are. From what I read, the children in the video are suing them for trauma that they caused and for potential yeah. grooming of them of that the kids like they have suffered trauma from doing these videos so i don't know where the other one is but yes they do have the kid acting like he's he's doing all kinds of gross stuff with a shot of just him and then you know like they're cut apart you don't see them in the same shot together doing these things right. or whatever but they do he does put like oil on him you know like lotioning him down and all this kind of stuff it is it gets weird and then there's a um there's a bathtub scene but he gets into the bathtub with the kid with no clothes on i mean no with clothes on not sorry the kid, I guess, is still in his underoos. I don't know. But he gets in the tub fully clothed, you know. And the kid's laughing. You can tell, like, it's not a, this kid doesn't feel threatened or whatever. But anyway, the 
at the end of this video, they come over. So each time, because it cuts away, and then Tiffany Haddish will come in and get another excuse. Like it's 10 p.m. and she's got to go to the post office. Right. You know, and it's an all-night post office or whatever. And so, you know, maybe she'll be back and, and he's like, okay. And then it's like bath time or whatever. So then he ends up falling in the tub with him. But then it cuts to another one. Uh, part right, I of just the gotta, segments. I got to read this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess. This is crazy. <laughs> During their childhoods, Jane Doe and her younger brother say that they called Tiffany Haddish Auntie Tiff. The comedian had met their mother through the comedy circuit and used to refer to the siblings as her niece and nephew. But in a lawsuit filed pro se on Monday night, in which Jane is the anonymous plaintiff on behalf of both herself and her brother, who is a minor. The siblings allege that Haddish and her fellow comic, Ari Spears, recruited each of them to perform inappropriate acts on camera when they were children. Okay, so now, they're saying that this happened at 14. She was 14 and he was 7. Okay. I would say that, yeah, that is how old the kid was. In those. Okay video and but it doesn't say that this was specifically this video is what i'm getting at video one of the things that they the kid has like a fire truck or whatever and it he's acting like he's jerking i'm getting that i'm getting to that hold on this this shit's crazy jane doe now 22 and her younger brother john now 15 have adopted pseudonyms due to their respective ages at the time of the allegations uh let's see Jane, who is also John's legal guardian, is the plaintiff in this lawsuit, both individually and on her minor brother's behalf. Hmm. The mother? Hmm. Wonder, wonder where she is, and all the, or if they're suing her, too. The siblings' complaint, which names Haddish and Mad TV alum Spears a defendant, centers around two alleged incidences in which Haddish and Spears allegedly encouraged one of the siblings to perform sexually suggestive acts on camera while underage. Uh, representatives did not respond. Jane was 14 years old when her alleged video shoot took place and John was seven. Their mother alleges that she and Haddish met through a comedy and bonded over a source of strife. We were both going through a divorce, the mother told the Daily Beast. Messy, messy, messy divorces. Divorces. We just got really, really super, super close. According to the lawsuit, Haddish had called the family for every birthday and every Christmas. The sibling's mother noted for years, Haddish reliably checked in, whether that be from a movie set or overseas. In the summer of 2013, when Jane was 14 years old, the lawsuit states that she attended a comedy camp where Haddish appeared as a guest speaker. Around that time, Haddish allegedly told the child that she found a perfect role for her, her very own commercial. Neither Jane or her mother knew what the shoot would entail, according to the lawsuit. Only Haddish and Spears, who was also on hand to produce the video, are said to have known the plot. So maybe it could have been that video. I don't know. And it doesn't. did two different ones for Funny or Die, like to yeah. do as a comedy skit. The clip here, Spears and Haddish asked Jane to watch in the recording booth allegedly seemed innocuous at first. If a little strange, a group of co-eds were arguing over a Subway sandwich, but then the co-eds began eating the sandwich in a suggestive manner from opposite ends, moaning and making sexual noises as they both ate the sandwich in a manner that simulated fellatio. Okay. 
I have my thoughts on that. The complaint claims that Spears told Jane to mimic what she had seen on screen, including the noises precisely like what she had heard through the video. The 14-year-old, who allegedly nervous and disgusted, felt silent until Haddish returned to the room, the lawsuit claims. Haddish verbally explained what was expected of the plaintiff and then showed the plaintiff how to give fellatio, including movements, noises, moaning, and groaning. At that point, I knew 100% that they, what they wanted out of me. The lawsuit describes Spears allegedly looking on while physically, emotionally, and mentally uncomfortable. Jane received this instruction. I tried to mimic what they wanted me to mimic, but it just came out super uncomfortable. I knew when I left the booth that I didn't compete, complete what they wanted me to do. Haddish paid Jane $100 before sending her home. I know your mouth is open. I'm just <laughs> I know. I'm... It's a long video. At the time, Jane said she shrugged off what had happened. I didn't confide in my mom. I didn't confide to anybody else how weird I felt at the moment. A year later, Haddish allegedly approached the children's mother with a similar pitch recruiting Jane's little brother John for another video although the comedian allegedly told the family John would be filming a sizzle reel for Nickelodeon the suit alleges the seven-year-old wound up starting in a video posted on funny or die and other platforms titled the mind of a pedophile so that's the boy is the kid Mm -hmm. A representative for Funny or Die found this video absolutely disgusting and whenever to produce such content. We're not involved with the conceptualization, development, funding, or production of this video. It was uploaded to the site as user-generated content and was removed in 2018 immediately after becoming aware of its existence. Okay. So it had to have enough upvotes on Funny or Die for people yes. or enough whatever for them to even know of its existence. So, I wonder if that's when the time Will Pharaoh was like, I'm selling my part of this. I don't want to be a part Could of have it. been. Um, because they were all, everyone as comics were doing, using kids to do adult stuff for laughs, too. Like, you know, on Funny or Die, um, that Will Ferrell, the apartment thing the landlord have you ever seen that with the landlord and that he's acting oh, terrified oh that's one of my favorite it's, it's absolute daughter. pearl yeah it's adam mckay's daughter oh, actually yeah okay yeah so yeah i know it was one of their <laughs> daughters but so a lot of that was going on at the time i just think that pedophilia is just not a cool thing i and mean then, it's really got to be done a certain way but i think it's weird john spends most of the video clad only in his underwear as spears character leers at him through the two holes cut in a newspaper he pretends to read during the sketch the camera zooms in suggestively on the seven-year-old's buttocks and crotch while he plays it's everything you've said spears always sprays baby oil onto the child's back and massages it into his shoulders in one scene and in another point the child plays with a train in a manner that suggests phallic masturbation. Go, yeah. In another sequence, Spears smokes oh, a cigarette. A a, go ahead. I'm yeah. 
smokes a cigarette while observing the child nude in a bathtub and pours water on his feet. By the time the video ends, the child is peering at his babysitter through a newspaper and rubbing baby oil on his shirtless shoulder. The final line of on-screen text reads, watch who you leave your kids with. Yeah. Once the filming ended, the lawsuit states Mr. Doe called his mother crying saying he did not want to film anymore. That is interesting. Oh, and then it's better though. The kid, like I, you can tell where they're having. I don't. Yeah, it gets this better. Isn't okay, that they're, but they're. It's having not. Fun, but it's we. It's weird. He's not having fun though. When her brother came downstairs, Jane recalled he was red in the face, crying his eyes out, just bawling out tears, and I immediately scared because I don't know what happened to him. When that happened, the only thing I could feel is how I felt in my video with Tiffany, Jane added later. I didn't know at the time if anything happened with him like what I had had happened to me, but it just felt like something wasn't right at the moment. The sibling's mother was immediately alarmed when she received a phone call from her crying son. And then she answers, the answers she allegedly received from Haddish did little to reassure her. She said something to the effect of, I don't think acting is for him, the mother recalled. And I'm like, what do you mean acting isn't for him? My son is crying. What the fuck is going on? The sibling's mother allegedly spent the next week contacting Spears and asking to see the footage of her son. Spears allegedly kept repeating that it had not been edited. Eventually, the lawsuit states that Spears claimed John had been so uncooperative that his footage could have been deemed unusable and subsequently deleted. Four years later, however, the gossip website Bopsit published an article about Spears that described the sketch. It was then for the first time that John's mother had become aware of what actually had been filmed. If this is true... He's got a lot more to worry about than a fucking lawsuit. Yeah. I was seeing something. There was two things that I saw, but they were related. One was a commercial and it was, it was like a PSA and it was a, a boy, a little boy, probably eight or nine years old, but he had like another like, what almost seemed like his dead twin that he was dragging around with him, mm-hmm. you know, and he would, he'd get up and he'd have to, you know, take care of the twin in certain ways, like brush their teeth and just take care of them. And you had to take them to school, take them to the park and play, or he couldn't play because he just had this dead twin right. basically on him. But he had to keep them because he needed his liver right. or something. I don't think it was that, but what the PSA was about was when children are sexually assaulted, molested, that their chance is so much greater to, they've lost their childhood. Yeah. And that was one metaphor was like, he was still trying to hold on to his childhood, but that was no more. Right. And another thing was, is that you're, Once that happens, you're carrying that with you for the rest of your life. You're carrying that dead childhood around with you, that pain and that trauma. And then the other thing I saw was 
speaking of adrenochrome and <laughs> I've been on this uh Hollywood is evil kick which yeah. you know we've known about this forever um <laughs> I, <laughs> all of our conspiracy theories huh are coming true Huh. No, I'm saying. Huh. I'm saying. But they were saying if you could get a child between one and six and have something traumatic like that happen to them between those ages of one and six, that the odds of them having split personalities is Super outrageous, great. like mm-hmm. over seventy five percent. Well, yeah. Remember yeah. Sybil? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like, that was big time. I have a funny story about Sybil. My best friend, Julie, who had passed away, she was a ball girl. Loved softball. Okay? Loved yeah. it. And my kids all did it. You know, we all hang out. We Our kids all did it. But Cagney did uh, softball. And she's pretty good. Pretty good at it. But Cagney would turn on you like a dime. I mean, she would be the sweetest child one minute and then tear you to pieces the next minute so julie started calling her sybil and it would make her so mad number one she didn't know why she was being called sybil and i was like it's this old movie you know you're you're kind of too young to be interested in it i said but one day i'll show it to you and she would get so mad at julie (laughs) for calling her sybil but now you know now that julie's gone Mm-hmm. Sometimes when she's acting that way, I'll go, "Okay, Sybil," and she'll turn around and go, "You can't say that. That's for somebody else." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, anyway, yeah. So, what would happen with these? What would be the point? The monarch uh, programming, if you can split their personality. Like what would be the point? Well, I mean, you know, so broke, broken, broken people are easier to control and manipulate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's why I ask if people outgrow things a lot too. <laughs> like if you've repaired or you've grown past, like Leo uh, DiCaprio's girlfriends. Yeah. Hell. <laughs> outgrow him i saw a funny funny meme it was like when you get kicked off your parents health insurance yeah (laughs) i'm hoping that her frontal lobe finally developed and she decided that he was not enough and she was like why the fuck am i with a 50 something year old man i think these things that's exactly how it happens yeah. You know, I don't think it's them aging out. I think that they're just like, you know, I don't, I see you. <laughs> and it's weird because a lot, of, you know, if you don't really love someone and you're there kind of. I don't know about the, you, but I mean, I'm with an almost 50 year old man now. They're not yeah. that fun. No. <laughs> true (laughs) mine is 50 mine's over 50 and they can be but they're not they're they would rather sometimes they're fun well they work hard here's the deal we are still 
doing things in the art and in the in the arts in the arts and uh fringe arts so we're out later than most you know and then a lot of the things that we do we have to be around younger people and the older that men get they become more red from that 70s show you know <laughs> yes where they you go ahead and go without me yeah, I'll be fine. What are you gonna do? What? What are you gonna? I'm just gonna want TV. Maybe they don't want to have a beer and go to bed. Go okay. anywhere. No. Well, and if they do go somewhere, they want to be with a bunch of people that are just like them. They don't. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to be around a lot of younger people. Young guys with testosterone. After a while, you're just like, oh god, you know. So if you were Tiffany Haddish's attorney, who? this came out too that she hired prince andrew's attorney one that's weird and one suspicious. why right? wouldn't he be a barrister over there in england like who's I andrew's don't know. attorney wouldn't andrew be tried in england is he gonna be tried i would think in, so i mean that's Prince Andrew has to, nothing to, to do with t- America's laws. <laughs> like he's, he would be a barrister over Tiffany there. Tiffany Haddish hires Prince Andrew's lawyer to defend her against child sexual abuse charges. Newsweek. That doesn't make sense. It's pro- I don't know if it's true. I'm not doing the. I'm not doing research. You know. So. Number one, I would imagine that Prince Andrew's lawyer would be pretty pricey. Uh, I don't know too much about Tiffany Haddish, um, but unless she sold her soul and is part of the Hollywood elite now, where is like she getting that Illuminati? fucking money? Yeah, and I well, I mean, Kevin Hart's a good friend of hers and, and kind of co-signed her. Kevin Hart kind of... If I remember right, I could be wrong though. So like, I should not. They're even. all in it. I I'm finding once, out they're all. It, I think once you get to a certain level where you have that kind of power, that there's all some type of bloody contract you're gonna have to sign somewhere along the line. You know, I mean, um, maybe not, but it just seems too. You think that's why so many child stars die? too many things that and their mental health right well i mean them there's a lot the way that they're treated there yeah well i mean yeah it's tough for anybody imagine being the apple of everyone's eye and then in a blink completely ignored i had seen some video where it was it was macaulay culkin and he was he was telling the story about some dude that he saw at a party and it was some kind of producer guy i don't know and okay you remember the movie poltergeist yes all right you remember carol ann yes okay well you know she died of a she had a childhood disease and she had died from it they say they say (laughs) (laughs) but macaulay culkin was telling a story about um he had seen this yeah well yes he had seen this guy's shoes and they were odd looking an odd looking leather and he he asked and he's like well hey do you remember the girl in poltergeist and macaulay culkin's like yes he goes okay implying that that was her skin wow on those shoes 
and could be. I mean, who knows? Who they knows? might have paid for the body. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they might have said, "Help! Let me help you take care of all your funeral expenses." This is this, and then who knows? I love the way that, <laughs> like that's casual. That you tr- yeah. <laughs> Listen, my. I'm telling you, I got enough white trash in me for a very to make for very bad days. But my mom being a long line of National Enquirer and Star Reader, and then uh, all the conspiracy stuff, and then the fact that you know murder podcasts are very big now. And back in the day, I know. Should we start one? My mom, all the murder books. So it does not. It doesn't interest me to be complete. Yeah, I mean, I, I like. I like true crime and stuff, but I'm not obsessed. No, true crime <sighs> ruined my fantasy life I had about the world. <laughs> but that's why I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised at all that a very rich person would buy a dead child's body if they could get away with it. And who knows how much money everybody has a price. Who knows? I mean, honestly, and when you're looking at Hollywood, and this sounds terrible, I'm going to sound like the worst human in the world. But I mean, how much did they pimp the kid out for anyway to start with? Right. You know, I mean, I don't think Carol Ann had consent for all the roles. Like, I don't think she was like, Hey, I really want to do this, but maybe, maybe. She, I mean, if she you did. watch that movie too, it's traumatic. I would just think it would Super be traumatic, traumatic for a six year old to try to, to try to do that just some of the weird stuff on set and everything else too but i mean i know for them it's a lot of people died on that set yeah yeah i heard that there were real bones though that they were using (laughs) and stuff so i don't that i don't know about like but yeah who knows it's weird everybody has a price for something and you know i mean People are sick, and super rich people are very weird and often very sick. I mean, that's even just been back. The monarchies and super wealthy, everything. They always did weird, freaking horrible stuff. Humans they are still do. awful. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, do we think that just because we've grown out of medieval times that there's not... <laughs> people that are still you know you have all kinds of sadists and psychos and everything else out there so you know it's hard when it's that's why it's so important when you're talking about the community and the BDSM so the question is is safe sane and consensual did Lizzo's Lizzo talk did they Put a manifest this to where this would be found out and that these that the the plaintiffs would finally have the courage to sue them and to get this story out because of what Ari Spears said or is it all just a coincidence that all this is just like for timing yeah or is this just the biggest story to distract us from something else yeah, I don't know. Because I don't watch any mainstream news. I don't know what the public is getting fed every day. 
So I don't know what the consumption, mass consumption is, that product. Um, as a comic, I'm going to go with, let's say everything is wonderful in the world and they were not grooming per se. I don't know. We're going to say they weren't grooming, but they knew that they were being inappropriate and crossing lines, but they wanted to see how far they could go without really doing harm. I'm talking about like having the young kid in the movie for whatever, that they were being too sexual, but trying to make that a funny thing for whatever reason. I don't know. I'm try I can't yeah. justify it really, but yeah. I'm trying to justify how people like, did they have it? And it's on things like, did they have children of their own? Cause I think you flip a switch when you have children of your own and you don't realize how inappropriate that is. And hasn't the same is. jokes already been made with fully clothed children in, yes. in like a separate, you know, camera, separate, you know, completely different saying. set. With you the know way this is cut, it looks like, you know, he wasn't right there in there. And Aries acting in this, like his facial expressions and all that. And he's fully clothed. Yeah. The whole time, except I think for when the kids, yeah, rubbing the lotion. On I mean, shoulders, that's where I kind of like. But he may be in a crop. I mean, he may be in a tank top. I can't remember. But the point of that was that the script was flipped. You know, which right. I guess yeah, would yeah, imply yeah. the grooming. But now the kid was the one who right. was. Yeah. Let me do this, you know, or whatever. But if you didn't have. Any of these things, if they were not in the flat-out context of how you saw them, you wouldn't think of them as anything but, okay, this is going to sound so stupid. But wait, I mean, there is if, a... Like, you, okay, you could say... You could do the same video. I'm not saying the video is right at all. Right. You could but, do the same video, and, but just innuendos. You don't have to make correct, a kid correct. jerk off a fucking train. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, exactly. yeah. So I don't know what was going on because that's one of those. So when they, you said they you were know, describing it, but yeah. they had like a circle. So I can't say that's why I thought it was a fire truck for whatever reason. But they had a they were, you know, like putting a bar over it or whatever. Yeah. So you couldn't really see what was going on. They had put a circle up over it. I'm and just, so it's. It's just, it's just not but, funny, number one. Correct. <laughs> if you were video... See, as a parent, though, like if you just had your I want to say camera, this is Ari's idea, though. Huh? And Tif Tiffany went along with it. I don't know, though. She's the bigger star right now. Well, if you could, if you could see the how when she came in, she was very... Can you watch the kid? It was it was very the attitude was I'm just pushing my kid off so that I can go right. have fun. And then he he was like, "Are you sure you want me to watch your kid?" You know, I'm almost just saying kinda, that the, it was probably Aries' idea of yeah, the video and oh, let's right. do this. This would be I funny. I think they were trying to be outlandish and over the top, like being so over the top that it was ridiculous. I'm not saying it's okay at all. But if you were, uh, if the kid was clothed, it'd be all totally innocent. 
That's what None I'm of saying. The stuff that you would why think would, you, and would which, be about it? Which is why I think that the over the top in the shock value of the kid being in his underwear, like shock comedy or whatever, that that what it is what it was supposed. It was supposed to make you feel uncomfortable, an uncomfortable laugh. You know what I mean? It was like outwardly mm-hmm. done yeah. to be uncomfortable. And the end of the ma- message is be careful who you leave your kids with. Like, I mean, think about it, this right. kind of stuff. Happening. If you were going to do that, though, if you were going to make if you were going to make a video and it's it titled great, it's titled the um, day of the life of a pedophile. Well, that's yeah, that's the not other good. part. That it should have been. Be careful who you leave your kids with. Should and have then been the first. Yeah. And then the end of it, a day in the life of a pedophile. Right. And then then <laughs> since everything's in threes, you do a three. You yeah. know, you yeah. do you do the you do the weird one, completely clothed and stuff. Right. And then let's say you do a Nazi, you know? And then let's say <laughs> You know what's somebody well, like else? Over the the complete. Yeah, it shouldn't just. It's be. completely outrageous. Yes, I get it. <laughs> so, as a parent, I'm just like, this is terrible. As the kid being the actor, the you're saying, why would you have to? In or, you don't have to do that to children to get your point across. So, are you a complete and utter pervert? But what I'm saying is in the, uh, like on maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe. I can't I, say. I'm pretty crazy, but I just, if I was going to make a video like that, I would just think that I would be smarter about it and go, okay, we don't need. Well, that's you, what I'm saying. Yeah. I would think if they were for real pedophiles, they would not make any type of video like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that they'd have the audacity to do that. I think that they were using innocent situations, except for the whole fire truck or train thing or whatever. Well, the massaging the oil, too. I mean, that is weird. But if you had a kid that you're taking care of and they needed to have their back rub down or whatever with anything you wouldn't think anything do you think anything if you put char- oil on charlotte's back well no but i'm also her grandmother i don't Correct. expect i don't expect joe blow that i Correct. <laughs> but there are some people who you know that wouldn't be anything okay. weird well, to them if they're taking care of the child me. so you know i'm just saying i think so too but if Charlie needed some lotion, I would put it on her. You know what I mean? I wouldn't think anything. Well, I would about trust it. you to put it on there. Somebody so, that right, but just, this, but the whole point is that this chick trusts him. She brought him over there without any clothes on. She brought him right. to him in the underwear. So I think maybe she's the whole thing is watch how you're grooming your kid. You know, like. Like to show people and have them be like, this is so wrong. This is awful. But if they're, they're not even thinking about it, how many, how many people they see do that? You know, I mean, how many people, there are people who just come and drop their kids off in people's yards and stuff and text them later. (laughs) I had a four year old child come to my house one time uh in the mobile home park now 
come to my house and was there for five hours. No one came to look for this kid. Nothing. I finally walked him around and found his parents and just was like, well, hi, I'm Gail. You're very lucky that you have your child because, I mean, my God, I could have been in New Orleans. I could have been three states away with that kid in six hours time. Right. Yeah. And they didn't even look for him. I fed him breakfast and You could have sold him on the black market and made buku money. What? Yeah. Much less if I was a Chester the molester. I mean, oh my and God, what if I the was first a pedophile? people that go to the media fucking crying yeah, that their child I, is missing. Correct. So if there are people like that, Tiffany Haddish's character in this drops the kid off. It's not like Uncle joe or ray ray or whatever his name is goes to their house it's this person and all these times i don't know why it's supposed to be funny well their careers you know what i mean the only funny part at all was the shock value of when he had the paper and then let it down with the two eyes and because of his over-the-top expressions about it and then when the kid did it and then his eyes with his over-the-top expressions about it were what was that was the two funny parts you could have left out everything else and it's still you know been funny like you said having the clothes i can't remember though i think he had on a tank top i don't think he i don't think dude the grown adult was ever without clothes you know what i mean but i just think it was like at the lotion time it was like maybe a tank well top their careers are over it fucking sucks because i really liked the show tuca and birdie but <sighs> it does suck do you think so though do you think like tiffany will have all kinds of other proof of something else like if i don't they know were such good friends I don't know. We need to see this. I mean, it just I guess we I mean, wait and said, see what the the lawsuit. I mean, puts she out did apologize for it though. That you know, like looking back, it's poor taste, kind of a thing. But I also do ask the questions: Did they? Do they have children? Did they have children at the time of this? Yeah. Was going on. Once you use your own children. Yeah. Use your kids. <laughs> a and if you don't have children, though, it explains some of how, you know. They would think it was funny. I don't know how. You know what I mean? Well, according to that, they they didn't they didn't tell the mother. But yeah, of the shoot and what was going that's on. That's the egregious thing. And the mom, like, because the mom had to sign some kind of waiver for her kids. She's their mouthpiece. So if she signed a waiver, who knows? I mean, I know that they did it on their own. But if they got paid and accepted money or whatever, or signed a waiver and said that this was, you know, a shoot, I don't know. But I do think that it's, as a parent, why didn't you specifically ask or ask to go there on the set? Or ask to be there. That's what I don't understand either. Is that you would let, you let your 14 year old daughter, I guess you trust your 14 year old to to, babysit your, her seven year old brother and be the mouthpiece. Yeah. But I get the feeling it was two different instances. It, it was, they happened within a year of each other. But was the 14 year old on set with the seven year old brother at that time? She's saying yes. Yeah. 
Well, if... I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I find it's wild. So, it one of them's going to throw the other one under the bus. Yeah, yeah, unless it's you know they really didn't do anything except have bad taste. Like if the kid really wasn't terrified, you know. Yeah, that's their side of the story. But the kid might have had the time of his life. You know, I don't know. I don't know what would be the, I mean, the train thing would definitely be terrifying. But if it's out of sequence and you have no idea what it's doing. If this happened years ago, like you said, in what, 2017, something like that. And you found this out. Why wait till now? Yeah, why are you wait? And why isn't That's the mother? Why isn't the mother sue? Why didn't the mother sue beforehand? Yeah, maybe, on behalf of her children. Maybe the kids have to. She had to turn of age, and they said the mom couldn't sue, but she. I think she could have, but I think she maybe she. Well, did you had sign four years. If this happened to the fourteen, well, she might have signed a waiver. Or they figured out how to get paid. You know? Sometimes people make stuff up. Like, well, I know that too. This wasn't any big deal until people made it a big deal to them. You know? Until Aerie Spears said something about Lizzo. Right. Well, then it became a big deal to everyone. You know? But I, I'm just like, I don't know. I, as a comic, whether I think it was poor taste or good taste or whatever, uh, on the dark side of comedy, can see what they thought was so funny about it with the skit. Yeah. You know? Um, Would we have shot it different or done something different? Absolutely. Like, all everything that they... Come on, Gail, we would not have even have done something as stupid as that. Well, that's true. But (laughs) A, we're women, and B, we're, you know, I'm not going to sexualize children. (laughs) You know, I have a a hard time. I'm having a hard hard time right now to get people not to sexualize children. Oh, it's so frustrating, isn't it? So frustrating. So frustrating. It's always bothered me. Uh, I'm, uh, anyway, I feel you. And you got a hard time with Charlotte because she is a beautiful child. And But it is like, please let this kid just eat her ice cream cone in peace. You know, <laughs> please, like, let the kid eat a piece oh, of fruit. Oh, I'm telling you, I've, had, I've had grown men in the grocery store when she was a baby attempt to touch her hair Uh, i mean and to touch her and i've had to go i literally said to one man now yes he was 87 years old he was probably gonna die and look i said please do not touch my baby yeah and he goes "Oh, oh, oh oh i'm sorry i said things are different and we don't touch other people without their permission. And I just scooted on off. Because what I really wanted to do was just lay the fuck into him. Yeah. Listen. 
I hated people would try to touch Sarah all the time, all the time. Yeah, I would. I would put her in her little car seat down between my legs to check mm-hmm. out because I couldn't keep her in a buggy. Some baby's screwing <laughs> around with her. It's crazy. There's not. There's not a time where we don't go out that somebody does not tell her how beautiful she is. There's. There's not a time. Yep. And we just. And she's starting to see it now, you know, and she's, she's starting to wonder why people don't tell her that she's beautiful all the time. You know, Gigi, why don't you tell me I'm beautiful all the time? You know, or mama, I'm a, I'm beautiful. I'm pretty, aren't I? Well, you know, have I'm you just explained stop. to her that beauty is also in her actions and she yes. hasn't been acting very beautiful today. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. I am definitely not a psychologist, but every now and again, you know, he might I tell you what, uh, <laughs> get him to do what you need him to do. I don't, I don't know. This whole them raising themselves thing, um, I don't think it works out well. I don't think that the word ugly is an ugly word to use. Um, no, it's literally in the word. It's the yeah. word. <laughs> When discussing somebody's behavior, if someone's behavior is ugly, I don't mind a bit to call it that. Now, some people will say, you know, if I say, well, you're being ugly right now, they will take that personal as in I am talking about their physical looks and physical beat. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, that is not what I meant. I meant that your behavior right now is ugly. Yeah. And I don't like looking at it. <laughs> yes. When did ugly stop? <clears throat> when did ugly turn into one of those words that you can't use anymore because it's sensitive to people? Yeah, enough. I'm done. I'm done with all the sensitive oh, yeah. word worries. You know, there are the ones that make sense, you know, don't there's a lot you don't need to trigger you don't need to trigger things so uh there i mean you know there are some that are very triggering but dumb things moist how else are you supposed to describe a cupcake <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah why leave you it know, alone it's moist right it's now been this, around. Is, this is something i wanted to talk not about me. before <laughs> <laughs> i know it's not is um I don't know if you have any friends in Mississippi, but I do. And I I feel for Mississippi right now, not only in Jackson, but as a state. I am so fucking sorry that your state and your representatives and your elected officials are completely fucking corrupt. I told you. And do not care about you. It's a curse. Yeah, Mississippi. And the Mississippi curse. I think there is. I no one's ever said that. That's my personal conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah. it's a curse. Why place. can you? Because it was like the heartbeat of the slave trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of blood on that land. So, what are these people going to do to take it back, though? You know. I don't know. I mean, look at all the floods and, why, and everything. It's got to be rebuilt. Why is the National Guard not there? 
Is that I pretty? Because the governor has to ask. If it's corrupt, I mean, I don't, I haven't been keeping up with Mississippi politics because I'm not. I know you're not from Mississippi, but just from what I've read. Yeah, I haven't. I just know they're having a rough time now with floods and it's never been cool. I mean, there's some, it's some not okay things go on, you know, even, I mean, it's crazy. Uh, this caught my eye this particular article like Mississippi the state could be one Brett of Favre's legacy perfect state. tarnished by the interception of Mississippi welfare money Where do you so get the, the story f- with that is he received more than a million dollars for speeches that he never delivered and that was paid out of their welfare funds that the i mean the accountant whoever paid out of that is who needs to uh take responsibility for that (laughs) you know i mean unless they dunned him for the bill and he didn't pay it back that's one thing you call him out for that but the fault lies with whoever is in the accounting department paying out that kind of money for a public speaker from welfare funds you know like if you pay somebody a company do they you know if you're writing the check, do you just assume it's coming from whatever? I don't know. You're taking away from somebody else okay. to pay. So what I want to get into the, was the EPA gave recently gave the Mississippi $75 million for water infrastructure projects. Okay. To which they did something else with it. Yeah, they misappropriated the funds. Yeah. And then that's now why it's going to take a billion dollars now to repair. Yeah. Jackson. That's the problem. There's no accountability with anything. None. And none of, and all of these people are crooked. Like, I wish that there were some that just weren't hypnotized by the money, you know? This is why it's real important to me that John is a good person and has surrounded himself with good per- people with the pride because I know with all my heart that things are going appropriate where they're supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yep. Like I know that uh, the community is truly benefiting and and this is coming from I understand also business and having to live and pay yourself you know what I mean you you have to but I also understand his you know I mean how much he puts in of his own money personal time uh you know um the things that they're doing the focus on family on being good citizens on taking care of the community yeah it's just it's just about taking care of community every yes people taking care of people every 
every homeless person I see, but I don't want them to be like inundated. But every homeless person I see, I want to go, go to the bride center and just pick up some food, you know, just get a bag of something. I know that they'll give you something because it doesn't matter. You know, people walk in all the time. Yeah. And I just want to, I just wait. I know that there's more places where people do that, but well, what's cool is every place that's able to do this would do it. Then, you know, everything would be a better place. Like the point is you wouldn't have to have government uh, trying to, you know, misappropriate funds because we're like, you know what, we want, this is what we're doing with our funds. Is but this, at the same time, I you know, is this the decline of America? Man, I was really hoping that I would be long not long. around. Yeah, like long, long gone. Well, before the America, before the decline of America, as far as countries go, is still a baby. As far as how the yeah, constitution are. is set up and everything else and it does make me sad that they have the idea that the structure of like a dictatorship isn't bad it's just the dictator is the problem and that's what they they meaning people who are you know lean toward just one party being be all end all and it it doesn't matter it's I don't care what side if you think Whatever you think is 100% right, you are a problem, <laughs> you know? It's, you, it's us against them. That's what sucks. I hate that it's like that it's the them, but whatever. Well, no, I'm talking about them as in the government. Yeah, that's how I mean all the time. It's yeah. leaders, elite and elitist and, and the government. And the government is just completely nuts but anyway <laughs> we can be so much more efficient and I think they create a sense of apathy a lot of the times a lot of people are just like well let the government take care of it let the state take care of it and they could if the freaking legislators <laughs> wouldn't uh, abscond with the money or filter it into stupid programs or to projects to make their buddies rich you know that's that's what sucks that's why i say burn it all to the ground and start over i like the yeah. idea of us being able to vote like we do um, uh, rank like uh, choice rank choice choice ranking something like that where you have like you have like five that you can choose from and you choose like your top three and then for stuff yeah yeah, yeah like and then whatever it, bill yeah. or whatever yeah i guess sure yeah why not let everybody be involved you can with AI technology can today why do we even need elective officials right we don't because the whole point of them was to bring our opinion that's what i'm saying yeah if we're all able to give our opinion immediately i which mean and we, we are a constitutional republic which means that we do elect officials yeah. Um, in order to be our voice, but that was only because you know people were sparse, and 
you had to not everybody could go to washington yeah so you had one person i'll go you don't need that anymore you don't need that anymore with technology absolutely we don't we can still be that we can still be a democratic republic you know well we'd have to change our constitution in order for But that's not going to happen. This is a pipe dream. Well, the Constitution's <laughs> ever-changing. That's what amendments are about. Does that's the Republican Party in, know that? That's why it's important to ratify them mm-hmm. and to yeah. make them part of the Constitution instead of just an amendment. Because amendments can be amended. The reason that they're put in there the way that they are is because there's too much negotiation room too many loopholes within the amendment so I mean which puts the brakes on justice <laughs> oh my goodness hey we gotta go right I think I've kidnapped you today <laughs> no you didn't I've been gone most of the day so well I don't know here I am I don't know if they're horrible groom pedophile groomers. I'd like to think oh, we've went back to them. I thought we that they're not. Well, I'm wrapping yeah. everything up. The how I think uh, religious zealots who don't follow the actual teachings of Jesus are kind of cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I don't understand how they don't peddle their own wares <laughs> you know because we started with that so anyway you got anything coming up yeah we both have pride coming up we do come to pride come see me at the uh the food tent the yeah. Knox pride food tent and come see gail host the comedy show it'll be a lot of fun is that sunday saturday saturday Mm-hmm. Yeah, I won't see you. I'll be. I think it's around six. I'll be making food. Yeah, that'll be cool. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'll be happy to help you after and the but next yeah, day. But yeah, Knox Pride, September 29th, October. Th- oh, wait. September 30th, October 1st and 2nd. Right. I have the Knox Pride comedy party starting the on that Thursday. Right, and then, and then Friday is the parade. It's a night parade, parade, which I'm super excited about. Isn't that fun? I love oh, night man, parades. Oh, man, it's going to be so like pretty, too. sticks and stuff. I'm going to see if yeah. I can march in it with my wand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could. Uh, <laughs> I don't think. My levy wand. I'm not sure if I'm, I mean, I know I'm going, but I don't think I'm marching. Who knows, though? Who knows? Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> But I just imagine if the sunset's pretty and, you know, it's, it's cool. It's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fun. You know? like, You're going to love it. Why wouldn't you want to have a f- <laughs> celebrate more than just one month, you know? And yeah. be like, hey, I'm going to have a June Pride Beret where Pride's it's all year long. Yeah. And, you know, family, people, event acceptance love yeah yeah people dig it i have all kinds of 
Things we can make our own little. And then Saturday, there are 160 vendors. There is entertainment throughout the day. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting time. Yeah. And then Sunday is just wrapping things up, chill, more events. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Get all the details at knoxpride.com. For sure. We're very proud of what they're doing down there. And uh, send us an email at Gab and Girl Time and we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. I haven't found the ones that I've lost, but I've got some. I'm glad you do. I think I've given mine out here and there. I've got some Braddy's Cathartic Karaoke stickers, too. Those are really cute, too. They're cute stickers. Your Braddy's <laughs> stickers are good. Your Braddy's Bite stickers <laughs> and your Braddy's Cathartic Karaoke, they're cute. They're very I'm about to make some Colin stickers. Cute little I think it's time. Well, especially <laughs> after that, Ted. Okay, yeah, we have to brag for a minute. We're bragging on our... This is a new segment that we're calling <laughs> Brag on Our Friends because they're so freaking talented. But Siren Santina is so talented. <laughs> It's amazing. And she drew a Colin Boutet. She's doing this great little pinup series. I really, really love and enjoy her artistic abilities. She is literally one of the most talented people I know in my whole life. I would say that I would say that she is the the most most talented talented person person that I've ever met. You met Dolly, though. I didn't meet Dolly. I mean, <laughs> so you know, I didn't get to shake her hand. I didn't get to go on the bus. Oh, okay. Yeah, I so. I gotcha. <clears throat> so I, I stand by my first statement. <laughs> yeah. But yes, very cute. I'm going to have it tattooed somewhere when she's about to start my sleeve on my arm. I'm going to have butterflies. Aww. Each kid is going to have a butterfly. It's going to go down my arm. And then uh, I'm thinking about putting Boutet right here. Cute. And starting that. That's super cute. It is beautiful. It's super cute tattoo. I mean, I don't know. She's so talented. Anyway, Siren Santina. <laughs> Just super genius. <laughs> I will be well, speaking a of siren of hers. Any, all one the of time. the founders of Clam Slam that yeah. um, Carrie Detune is who she is in Clam Slam. Carrie Detune. Yeah. I love it so much. <laughs> but Clam Slam is back it. at the concourse oh, September fun. 23rd. And tickets are on sale right now. Yeah, that's super Go look fun. Up Clam Slam on Facebook. You'll be able to find it. That's going to be a fun, fun show. They're always fun. You know? Yeah, we're back. It's been at least two years. And we've been trying to put something together. And it, the universe has just finally come together. And it's time. Have you been and to I'm the ready. concourse yet? I, I have love been. their new stage. Their new stage is set up beautifully. I have glanced at the new stage once but i've been to meetings there and really never got past the couches to be honest so but i kind of glanced at the stage it looks cute 
it's just i mean it's yeah it's good i don't know i think i've been up on it so i think it's pretty good it's pretty high up though oh good Mm -hmm. so well i'm bringing colin so yeah it'll be great (laughs) so that's i mean it's so cool but yeah we have super talented friends and having them do super cool things we just totally lost where we were at no i didn't (laughs) lose where i was at you're the one you're the one that's doing a new segment (laughs) (laughs) out of nowhere braggy friends I'm trying to wrap up because I need to go pee. <laughs> all right. Fine. Find us on all the socials. Uh, find Gail at Gab and Gail time everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I am Braddy Von Beaverhausen on Instagram and uh, Bruce Tonsil's on FET and TikTok. Man, I got to get off the TikTok. Yeah. I'm just, uh, I don't know. I just never caught fire. I should. It should should i am a little surprised at all the dicks on twitter though there's always been dicks on twitter i just hadn't really been on twitter a lot so i didn't realize twitter's like the last place you can do all that i have a friend who sends me his twitter feed and um it's it's entertaining highly entertaining Yeah, yeah. It's I good stuff. It. You know, it's like, wow. Did so. you watch the Vice thing that I sent you about penises? <laughs> yeah, I thought we were going to talk about that today, actually. <laughs> we could. I had forgotten. What Did we you watch it, though? About. Yes. Okay. <laughs> From start to finish, insane. People, <laughs> if you want to know uh, how men feel about their penises, please watch this video it's like 30 minutes long it's nothing what's wild is that the joke (laughs) the truth in the in the joke about measurement and how yes (laughs) the difference of what they think an inch we should do that one day (laughs) we are different of what they think an inch is and what's actual the inches yes they do, I knew that I've known this for a long time. The dude but they didn't that was know, putting silicone yes, in his penis. To make it bigger. What? And then his husband or roommate or son died from that. <laughs> it's just like, what? Yeah. All kinds of crazy. And the thing that got me that he said was he had had sex where... <sighs> They were, they were basically fucking the urethra. <gasps> that it was, I no, know, right? No, right? No, 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 Did you no, not no. see that part? Or not no, hear that? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I blocked that out. So I didn't, I listened to this. I didn't watch it. I was just, um, and I haven't like watched, sat down and watched it, but I was in the tub when I was listening to this. And so I'm a, just a, kind of imagining wow what what things look like and the play-doh part with the sizes and everything um (laughs) i must have blacked out (laughs) during that part but what he thought was what i thought was interesting was he said that that people had said that it felt kind of like a vagina 
I know. I know. Well, you know, urethral sounds are a thing. Yeah. But to have the girth of a penis through, okay, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So. And I did find the circumcision um, protesters. I personally, I agree with them. I don't think that you should cut little little boys pee-pees. If they want to do it when they get older, go ahead. Great. Fine. But there's a reason why it's supposed to be there, right? Yes. <laughs> there's a reason. Because God don't make no mistakes. Well, but <laughs> he left an instruction manual that said this is what you Now, I'm not do. saying it's pretty. I can be honest with you. I've never been with an uncircumcised penis. So I, I really don't know what I'm talking about. I think that they had also decided that it was healthier as far as, I don't know, them keeping it clean. Maybe they just know men are dirty and gross and that the extra skin would carry all the bacteria. Well, I mean, it w- originally it was meant for to keep boys from masturbating. Well, you see how that turned out. And then I don't, I'm not knowledgeable enough to know why they do it in um, Jewish culture. <laughs> Nothing, nothing. I don't. Uh... Anyway, go ahead. No, it was the penis through the urethra that's got you, right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I think that I just blacked out a little. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just not okay. It's been a, no. Also, all the subject matter in today's episode, because I don't want these people to be pedos. That bothers me. Now I'm going to be thinking of the <laughs> PP urethra. Yeah, that's why I got to get off TikTok because it's just too much information right now. And it's overload of it is. And you don't even it know is. how much is really real. Right. And, and you don't know what's real. Is. And you just, so you treat it's, everything as not real. But, you know. Then it's like, ugh, I don't. Why you know. am I even fooling with this? I really yeah. just need to take a little break and not, it's just not, it's not bringing me joy. What happens when things don't bring you joy? You get rid of it. Yeah, or pause it for a while. Yeah. Restructure. You need a new timeline. You know, like you need a new, your algorithm to bring you new things. It's more interesting. You got to manifest other content. But when you're trying yeah. to look up content, like, to find out what's going on with the crazy, so then it's like, yeah, oh, I, gosh. I mean, it is the best play, the best, like, news source right now because it's so instantaneous, like Twitter is. Yeah. That, I, but still, you still got to wave through, you know, wade through it and... Yeah, but how much is manipulation and then how much is, I did. How much is controlled opposition? Yeah. You know, you know, big propaganda. Yeah, on both sides. About propaganda and the propaganda machine. And it's, 
even worse now. Like, what narrative are they pushing? What's your reality? And people are just, just not critically thinking anymore. Like, not. I get shit for being devil's advocate all the time, but I do try to look at things from everybody's side objectively yeah yeah that's why i'm trying to as a comic see what would be funny in this in that sketch and how it would be funny in the sketch right you know and then what was the meaning i mean you had there's i'm sure there's there's a comics mind you know and all comics because i see what they're trying to do yeah and then if I had seen the whole entire video, I might be able to tell from that kid's body language better how they're feeling. And no, it, and once, well. once they've done all that, I'm sorry, everything else is inexcusable. Correct. Everything. I can't just. Well, I can't justify and anything. And then whatever. he told the mother that he that the kid was so bad that he none of the fo- footage was deemed usable see, and then you seems, go and you fucking use it anyway see, see what makes sense I mean, about that though? yeah i mean how is that i feel like the second liar doesn't have a chance i kind of hope they show the trial yeah, because I would like to hear the comic side of it, like what they were thinking, what all was going on, what they mean exactly. Well, I want to hear from the mother. I want to hear from everybody. Yeah, I don't necessarily trust the reporting either. Right, you right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't trust that that's the story. So you have to look at everything objectively. So you got to look at that skit uncensored like and just look at it like okay this is supposed to be a comedy skit how is this funny and break it down like how would that be funny look at everything else and then dissect it like if you're gonna criminally take that apart you're the investigator see what's going on in this i would because i think kids do people not whiteboard anymore or storyboard their their process who knows probably not (laughs) when you're storyboarding this and you're like let's let's see if a kid will jack off with it because edited edited i don't know what they would have told them to do maybe you're using a towel to wash this or what like if you were just shooting scenes out of sequence where the kid had no idea what the innuendo would be doing it could be perfectly innocent for the kid to be doing yeah but cut into a frame where the subtext is that they're being seen as a sexual object you know what i mean is totally different than if a kid's innocently playing having fun it's the Like, the kid may not have been traumatized at all because everything that they were doing was nothing that would have been creepy or weird or anything of of a kid playing. I don't know. I'm not there. You know who's learned the biggest lesson in all this? And then we're going. Do you know who's learned the biggest one? The mother. Because they're absolutely right. Be careful who you leave your Your kids kids with. with. Correct. And there's our show.